Hey, everybody, it's Tommy Canale, and welcome to Before the Lights Podcast, the show that tells you how they made their mark. She's a Grand Rapids, Michigan native, a film and TV star who you may have seen on Lifetime Movie Network. She has starred in commercials such as Golf Now, Red Robin, Jimmy John's, The Travel Channel, and many more. A Sunday school teacher who has a new holiday movie called Crown Prince of Christmas. Please welcome to the show, Nancy Harding. Nancy, welcome to Before the Lights. Thank you so much for having me, Tommy. I am excited to get this going. You are a program director at your high school radio station. Have a similar background in that as well myself. And then you attended Western Michigan and majored in broadcast communications. Was the career outlook at this point to stay in broadcasting? Absolutely. I wanted to be an announcer, a DJ. I loved it. I loved this was in the 80s. So it's all the amazing 80s music. And I felt like I found my my job. Yes. You spent three years then at 106.5 WQLR. What kind of that was my first professional job with Q Light 106.5 WQLR playing all your light favorite light rock hits. I mean, isn't that the first a dream job? <laughs> yes. So it was an adult a contemporary station. Yes. I I was an adult contemporary station for a short time myself, so I can appreciate that genre as well. That was fun times, fun times back in the 80s. Fun times. I loved every minute. You end up moving to L.A. Why L.A.? Uh, well, at this point, I had been uh, the Saturday night DJ for about three years. I had the seven to midnight shift. Uh, and I felt like I had kind of maxed out on my opportunities in Michigan. So I talked my husband into moving out to the big city where there's more opportunities. Did you guys just go blank with no jobs? We we really did. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a leap of faith. Yes, because my husband is a pharmacist and he had a beautiful job. And I'm like, honey, I just feel like we need to be in Los Angeles. And he's like, let's go for it. Nancy, what was the moment then that you decided to go from broadcasting to wanting to be in acting? Well, I signed with a voiceover agent and uh, I started doing voiceover auditions, uh, which went well. And then he pulled me into commercials and I booked commercials. And then a few years later, TV and film. So it snowballed into bigger and better projects. So voiceover work led you to where you're at today. Absolutely. What's the difficulty of being an actress? What's the difficulty? Um, I think it's it's a competitive uh, field. I mean, you need to take a lot of rejection. Mm -hmm. So you can't let that rejection set you back. You have to always focus on the positives. You know, if you if you get an audition, that's a positive because they selected your headshot. Uh, If you get a call back, that's beautiful. If you get part of, uh, you know, the avails is what they call it when uh, you're down to just a few moms. And then, of course, when you book the job. So celebrate all the positives along the way. Is it easy or hard to get caught up with the rejection? You can't, you can't be focusing on the rejection. Mm. You have to stay positive. Um, so 
what you do is, so we're now in a self-tape audition environment due to COVID, which I absolutely love because what you do is you set up your home studio and then you grab a reader, which is my husband, and I'll read the lifetime scene like three times and send the Academy Award performance. Mm. So there's no need to travel across uh, town in traffic sit in a lobby with everyone that looks like you and then go in and read for a casting director that kind of reads flat. You are now in control of what that casting director sees. After voiceover and then after commercials, 2002 was the first job for you only in Hollywood or was it in 2003 when you did an episode of Mostly True Stories? I think only in Hollywood was my first film and I played a casting director. what do you recall about the first time that you're going to you're filming now for a tv or movie absolutely loved it because Mm. now you have all of these uh cameras and lights and and you're having a lavalier on and uh now the focus is on you and your expressions so keeping it real (laughs) You were in an episode in 2003 of Scare Tactics. I used to love the show. You played a wife. What was it like filming and being part of that show? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so my husband was the one that set me up. And uh, when we went in, he's like, FYI, they're going to tell you outrageous things and just know that there's cameras around. So I'm, I'm glad he gave me that heads up <laughs> so I could just really camp it up. <laughs> So I totally went for the joke, you know, did you have fun doing it? Super fun. Yes. And it, and when it aired, it like I'm from Michigan. So all of my Michigan friends are like, I just saw you on scare tactics. <laughs> you are a celebrity now. You were right. <laughs> 2008, you did mad TV as Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. When you get part of something like Mad TV, do you start feeling like, hey, I'm making strides in the business? Absolutely. Because those actors have, you know, they've done Second City. Um, they they are master improvers. So now I'm on the same scene with them. And it, it's an incredible experience. Yes, you feel like you've arrived. To push it more forward... You go from Mad TV to now being a co-star in Glow on Netflix. So talk about expanding your horizons, Mad TV, Scare Tactics, Netflix. We're going to get to Lifetime Movie Network, but it seems like your career just continues to go like a ladder up the next rung to the top. Absolutely. And you know what? It, the, the key is just staying grateful for all the victories, mm. you know, just being in a state of gratitude 24 seven and just being open to all the blessings and not focus on the negative rejection, but those bookings that come. 2019 Alice, the waitress for Sony studios, virtual reality game, groundhog day. Mm -hmm. What is the process of recording a video game? Great question. Okay. So that definitely, um, involved both voiceover and acting because you need to wear that helmet that's videotaping your face 
and the microphone is capturing your voice. So that was um, a Michigan accent. That was my voiceover experience. And that's my acting all rolled into one. They loved me because I was Alice, the waitress, and I could put on, you know, the, the Michigan accent. You know, how many cappuccinos do you want? <laughs> they loved it. How long did it take to record something like that? Uh, three times in the studio. And that, yeah, that video game is for Sony Studios, their PlayStation, and it's Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. Did it take months, a year? Oh. How long does it take to do that? No, I had uh, three studio sessions okay. on the Sony lot where you go into um, the studio, uh, put on the helmet. Uh, they put, you know, mic right in front of you. You've got your lines. So I would say three Three-hour sessions. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, and we also had a read-through with the cast mm. to just get a feeling for the overall comedic feel of the uh, video game. Very kind of groundbreaking because video games are kind of known for, you know, shoot them up. But this was fun, comedic adventure. 2022, nine films, five commercials, when I asked you the question a little bit ago about the difficulty of being an actress, it was for me to bring you to this point. What mm -hmm. is it like getting the part in nine films in one year? Feeling incredibly blessed. Because like I said, this is like a um, self-tape audition environment now. So every day I'm auditioning and you send out your auditions and you forget about them. Cause if you dwell on them, then you get depressed. Like, did I, did I book it? Did I not? No, you do your best. You send them off and you forget about them. And then when the phone call comes with the booking, it's like manna from heaven. How do you find the time to do nine films, five commercials <laughs> in one year? That seems like you're just nonstop. You know what? It was a crazy year nonstop because some of those films, uh, this Christmas movie we shot in Buffalo, New York. Uh, I did a commercial in uh, Mexico City. So you're always jumping on planes and you're going where the work is. How important then to you are agents to being successful? Ultra important because I've got three agents and a manager. They are behind me all the way. And you know what? That took a while to accumulate. Okay. Mm, okay. You have to kind of prove yourself, but there's things that you can do yourself, like log on to websites like LA casting and actors access and submit yourself. You stay active marketing yourself. It's not all them, but they do play a big part of getting you the big stuff. Uh, my manager's constantly getting me network auditions and uh, I just feel so grateful. How did you get connected to get the supporting role in Disney's Cheaper by the Dozen? Uh, that came from my manager and uh, that was an incredible role in a huge film. I was the real estate agent. So um, when I did that self-tape, so the setup is Zach Braff, uh, he, his business like takes off and now they can afford this beautiful home in this elite neighborhood 
I'm the real estate agent. I'm showing them the gorgeous house. I fling open the doors and all the kids rush by me. And uh, my, my opening line is like, no running. We don't want any liabilities before close of escrow. <laughs> and then the whole scene is me like, oh, oh, stay out of the pond. You know, don't touch that. So that audition, I actually recruited my 12-year-old daughter. And I said, okay, Hope, I need you to run by me. So it motivates that first line. And then I would button it with cute little things, you know, uh, you know, the last little lines, just making it my own. When I'm looking at your body of work, as I said, it's like going up the ladder. Everything seems like for you, it has worked itself out. And I'm sure there's been obstacles and setbacks along the way, mm -hmm. but what keeps Nancy Harding continue to push forward? Um, I would say that I love to do projects that are, that influence people that have a positive impact on people. And I feel that is my calling. So if I can do a faith-based film that plants seeds and gives hope, love it. If I can do a romantic comedy that lets someone escape with a love story, beautiful. Or if I can do a family-friendly film uh, that brings the whole family together, to watch, you know, a film and make it an event with popcorn on the couch. Love that. So these are the projects that I really want to do because they help. They have a positive effect on people. Hey, listeners, I have recently released my YouTube channel called The Light. They are short inspirational videos to get you moving towards a greater you and a better life. New episodes come out every Monday and Friday, but only on YouTube. You can go to the show notes to click a link to get yourself directly to the channel. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share. Thank you so much and enjoy. Lifetime Movie Network. You've done films, Shoplifting Pack, Keeping Up with the Joneses, Date Whisper. What does it mean to be part of a network such as Lifetime that so many people have a deep appreciation for? Uh, love being a part of Lifetime um, because the audience is huge. Uh, these are usually romantic comedies or thrillers. They're just they're just fun to watch. And I feel honored to be a part of that network. It seems like those movies are more for the entire family where everybody yes. can sit down and watch a family movie and parents don't have to worry about violence or language. Mm -hmm. That network seems to not just draw families in, but it has a connection that I said is so deeply rooted that when you say lifetime network to some people, you can see the change of look in their face. Absolutely. They have beautiful branding and, uh, of course, one-stop destination for women. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this time of the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your upcoming film, Armageddon on the Sci-Fi Network. Tell me mm -hmm. about it. Uh, so the Armageddon was uh, done by the Asylum. And I've done four of their films. And for this one, they wanted all of their alumni to come back and they, this is like their 25th anniversary film that uh, 
you know, they're, they're producing. And I was thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, I played a, uh, a science teacher and uh, I was judging uh, science experiments. When does it come out? Good question. Not sure. Okay. So give it three months. Usually it's three months. Listeners, keep a lookout for Armageddon on the Sci-Fi Network. You've done yes. a couple PSAs, Save the Bees and Love Has No Labels. They both mm-hmm. have gone viral. Did this That's correct. Did this surprise you? Uh, no, because that first one that we did 10 years ago, and I'm still getting residuals, is Love Has No Labels. The whole message is about embrace people's differences, whether it's ethnicity, religion, um, uh, gender, or lifestyle, just embrace and love. And let's just not judge and make the world a better place. Love that message. And yes, it went viral immediately. Pepsi is behind that message. So we had some huge sponsors on that. Now, Save the Bees, that's going to go viral because people love bees Mm -hmm. and all their contributions. We need to save them because they're going extinct. Both messages, as you said, are relevant today. I don't think those two messages are going to be declining anytime soon, especially love has no, no labels, but the bees is a huge thing for our, our world. Absolutely. Saturday, December 10th, co-starring in the TV film crown Prince of Christmas, which can be found on the great American family at eight Eastern five Pacific. You play Ruth little, the movies about your character's daughter, Madison, who wants to be a musician and jokingly says she's dating the prince of a European nation. I want to know more. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So the star of our film, Cindy Busby, she does a ton of rom-coms. She's the rom-com queen. So romantic comedies and Christmas movies. She's in a ton of them. I play her mom, Ruth Little. I visit her at her hotel job. And uh, as we're talking in the lobby, her coworker walks up, Sebastian. And I look at him and I think he looks familiar. And I invite him over for Christmas dinner. And then when he leaves, I say, uh, Madison, he really reminds me of the Prince of Luxembourg. And she's like, no, mom, he's my coworker, Sebastian. Anyway, on the way to Christmas dinner, she tells him, you know what, Sebastian, can you just act like a prince? Because it's making my mom excited. So he's like, sure. So they come over for dinner and the whole prince thing is effortless for Sebastian. And uh, my daughter thinks he's putting on a show until we have the big reveal. And at that point, she has already fallen in love with him as a friend. We end the movie with a royal gala with the king and queen of Luxembourg. And my daughter, Madison, she sings her song because she's always been an aspiring singer. And it's a dream come true. It's honestly an adorable family film. You said earlier the movie was shot in Buffalo, Mm -hmm. but it was in September. What's it like filming a Christmas movie in September? Well, in Los Angeles, we were having super hot temperatures. I think we were close to 100 degrees. So when I jumped on the plane to go to Buffalo and it's 60 degrees, 
I was loving the cold, crisp temperatures, and it totally put me in the mood for a Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. We took over a hotel, a boutique hotel in downtown Buffalo, decorated it from head to toe in, in Christmas trees and red ribbons and glitter and sparkling lights. And I'm sure the customers to the hotel walked in and were like, what's going on in September? <laughs> right. I've just walked into the Twilight Zone. <laughs> it's definitely not Christmas in July. It's September. What's going on with this place? Exactly. The Great American Family Network. The gentleman that's involved in that, was he not with Hallmark at one point in time? That's exactly right. So he was the CEO of Hallmark, and then he moved over to GAC, and he rebranded it American Great American Family. And um, his whole focus is family programming, original holiday films, and um, let's see, family programming, original holiday films. Oh, in rom-coms romantic comedies, all kind of in the vein of faith and family. So uh, he produced 13 holiday films last year, 18 this year. Wow. You want your holiday films? Just go to greatamericanfamily.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for that. And to make sure you want to find out how to get the crown prince of Christmas, you're going to click the channel finder and enter in your zip code and my understanding, that will tell you what networks or what channels to find it on, whether it's Hulu or whatever those networks are. Is that right, Nancy? You have done your homework, Tommy. <laughs> that is exactly it. Yes. GreatAmericanFamily.com, Channel Finder, Zip Code, and it's going to tell you the cable channel, the direct TV channel, the satellite dish channel, and the Hulu Live. Mm -hmm. Does the red carpet ever get old? No. In fact, I am headed to the red carpet right after this interview. Uh, they are celebrating the Waltons 50th anniversary wow. and I'm going to walk the red carpet and it's going to be exciting. And all oh, they got all of the actors from the Waltons to go. Oh, everybody's there. Everyone. Yes. That Including is rare. Including boy, Richard Thomas. Mm -hmm. That's rare to get them all together. I, I, I bet you it's been years since they've all been together. I know. It's going to be a reunion for them. <laughs> Nancy, what's your favorite role to play? Oh, favorite role. You know what? I love to play moms, um, you know, especially if they're like caring and compassionate and concerned um, because like I, I'm a Sunday school teacher. So that's just, an, that just fits like a glove. So I love to show, you know, the loving, compassionate mom. I swear you have a copy of my outline because that segues right to where I was going is how long have you been a Sunday school teacher and how did you get started in it? Uh, I've been a Sunday school teacher for 10 years. And you know what? Even during the pandemic, we would do like a Facebook live mm. with the, the Sunday school kids. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sunday school teacher. That's that uh, my calling I feel is to put messages of love and hope out there. Cameras off lights are off. Nancy's at home. Who's Nancy Harding at home? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, well, today I'm juggling a lot of balls, uh, you know, like picking up kids and doing interviews and going to the red carpet. Uh, yesterday I did uh, ADR for my Christmas movie. So right now it's busy. And you know what? I feel blessed. I really feel blessed. Um, and to go back to the Sunday school thing is I, I'm familiar with your story. And recently we had a Sunday school teacher pass away and she was only like 42 years old and she died in her sleep. And I think that what that does is make you realize what is my purpose in life and what am I giving out? Um, and it wants you, you want to be able to give out messages of love, hope, um, plant seeds of inspiration. So it kind of makes you stop and think, what am I doing and how can I be of loving service to people? That is fantastic. That, that hits home with me. All about touching people, giving people a reason to live a better life and have a better version of themselves when they may be stuck in a rut or trying to get from a fix to a growth mindset. I'm sorry to hear about the person that passed. I mean, that regardless of age, mm -hmm. people say, well, you know, they were too young or it was too soon. I don't think there's an age out there that's not too young or not too soon. Because when you lose someone, you lose someone that you, you love dearly. And it affects yeah. many people regardless of the age. As you said, I, I love your message with that of giving hope and inspiration. Going back to your PSA, this world needs that. Our society needs that more than anything. Absolutely. Just no judging, just embrace and love everyone that's different. Mm -hmm. Nancy, how can listeners, best way to connect with you? Uh, follow me on Instagram, which is at nancy.harding. And I'm always posting when I film something or when it airs. So, yeah. And, and of course, I've got the Christmas movie coming up December 10, uh, Crown Prince of Christmas. It's going to be 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Listeners, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can just click on it and go follow Nancy on Instagram. Nancy, I know you got a busy day. Have fun at the gala with the Waltons. Merry Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays to you and your family. I wish you nothing but success with the movie, and I'm definitely going to check it out. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Tommy. You are welcome, Nancy. Listeners, go to the show notes, click on the links for Nancy, and go to Before the Lights links. Do me a favor, rate and review the show. It's going to take you 30 seconds to do so. It helps me a great deal grow this show. Thank you for listening to Before the Lights. I'm Tommy Canale. And until next time, everybody, I salute a chin chin.